It's time for another Game Day, hosted by Flames Nation and Barn Burner at Greta Bar YYC. Join the crew at our favorite Game Day watch party spot, Greta Bar YYC, Saturday, March 23rd to watch Calgary take on Vancouver. Doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets are $10. Good food, good prizes, and a guaranteed good time. This event is brought to you by McLeod Law LLP and Village Honda. Get your tickets at nationgear.ca before they sell out. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, 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 here we are. Happy Tuesday, live show day. It is a summer. We've been lazy. We've Almost been vacationing. Feels awkward. It is, uh, I, I, get, I get stage fright. It's been so long, Rhett, that we're, we're back together in the Tower Studios. Uh, we've been slacking off playing long form stuff that we grinded on in the spring and early summer. And, and now a live show for all the things that are happening in the world. <laughs> to take it the deep. <laughs> Hope you've got a big spade to, Get into all this news here. Yeah. yeah what did you good. think of the return for Lindo? Uh, I was hoping for more. <laughs> yeah, weren't we all? <laughs> okay, no, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Someone's listening to this like two months down. Oh, hey, hey. No, not quite. Uh, we are the Tower Studios. Big event coming up at Tower, Chrysler, Dodge, Ram, Jeep. Let's check it out. What's coming up with Surge of the Crew? The Roar and Explore. The legends of Dodge, Ram, Jeep, and Chrysler. Free admission to the public. You want to enter your vehicle. I mean, it's probably going to be a Dodge, Ram, Jeep, Chrysler. Okay. 20 bucks. that's it. And it's going to a great Calgary charity. Uh, I believe it's a brown bagging lunches for uh, Calgary kids, which is a wonderful cause. There's prizes. There are all kinds of raffle prizes to be won. I mean, prizes for best in show and for how nice your car is. But also, hey, uh, thanks for showing this, uh, this 86 with uh, the flat tire. But... You did win a raffle prize. Not, that's, it's not best in show, Rhett. I love a good raffle. But you could still win some raffle prizes. Saturday, August 26th. I think that's a Saturday. Yeah, there they are. Uh, t- 11 a.m. till 2. I believe, rumor on the street, Dean is, uh, I think he's joined the WWE. He's gone. But he's left the nation cheap behind so that uh, it can be uh, gawked at. Is that a good word? Gawking? I don't think people appreciate being gawked at, but it does. It's a vehicle, though. Yeah, yeah not him. Look, yes. But you could gawk at the nation Jeep. And uh, I'm going to try to find a way to swing by with uh, my hardened criminal children in the nation truck as well. It's kind of a well. dumb word, actually, now that you think about it. Gawk? Gawk? It just sounds weird. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do don't a little rhyming it. game with that don't either. It's it. not going to go well. Uh, so that is August 26th. Go down, tell them uh, you heard it on Barnburner, you want to check it out. And hey, if you've got a nice looking Jeep, I, here's the thing. Jeep people, they love well, like the tweaking Jeep. out their Jeeps and setting them up and 
I'm going to take this thing off road and check out this spare tire. And I'm storing gas here. And then on the roof, I got this and I'm sleeping there and I'm hiking here. And I got this, this, uh, the, is it winch? The winch? Yeah, usually not. You can really anymore. deck out your Jeeps. So, uh, what did you say? <laughs> usually you're not. <laughs> no, it's, it's an automatic one probably, but you, I was trying to, yeah, I get it. we're doing charades there. I'm a big car guy. You can tell. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm a gearhead. Yeah. You find me at the car shows. The, uh, the Jeep people will be decked out. They'll be there. I can feel it. And the Jeep people, I think they have their own special wave. We'll have to ask Dean about it. But uh, Nation Jeep will be there. August 26th at Tower, down by Anderson Station, just off McLeod. Great location. Easy to get to. Big lot. And the Nation wheels will be there. Get the dunk tank out. No, we're there. Boom in there. <laughs> we didn't get Boom in the dunk tank. He was real quick to pull out his, uh, his phone and film me tarps off on the internet in the dunk tank and surge but when it was his turn just couldn't no, find him not big on self-embarrassment no but embarrassing others i mean really loves it it's a loves core principle it. of it's, his existence it is actually i find that most <laughs> of his friends that he hangs out with he likes people that will make fun of themselves and do dumb things yeah, he yeah. does enjoy watching them he's a good fit with us because <laughs> he loves making fun of yeah. us and uh yeah, yeah. you know we, tr we try and then he gets upset so it's it's a lot of give, not a lot of take, but that's okay. That's okay. Speaking of Dean, uh, not here today. He's finally getting some vacation. He was bitching and moaning that uh, you and I were on lakes, on boats, and he had to get a new toilet. Finally, Dean has decided to live it up a little. Yeah, he's he's had it tough, I guess, in his world. His, he doesn't like his leaving take. his house, though. No, so that's I don't the, exactly. It's yeah. it, it's a it's a common criticism. Mm -hmm. It's got the walking sticks out. Mm -hmm. There's always a mountain involved. It's like, well, go do it. I mean, it's yeah. up to you. Although you have, yeah, you've been offered probably as much as we have, and you just haven't. Like all you need is like fifteen dollars of gas, and you can take that Jeep into the mountains and do something crazy and amazing. Yeah, to have an experience yeah. and put it on Instagram, people will like it. Like if that's what I feel like, your people boat. travel like across the big ocean yes. to come here to all do over those. the world yeah, retro. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he finally took our advice and got out of the house. Look where he was on Thursday at the Scotiabank Saddledome. Oh! <laughs> now, I don't know how your universe works. Mine is that when this goes live on TV. Now, is that a young Pat Steinberg? Who is that with him? That is kid who you got. <laughs> <laughs> that's the golden rat. <laughs> that's, uh, that's young Ratster there who uh, I've had the pleasure of meeting a couple times, and he is into it. They're, look at these two having the time of their bleeping lives. <laughs> you got to love it. Uh, people were were jacked up. How much WWE chatter did you have in your life? Lots. My Twitter blew up when, uh, or X, whatever we're calling it now, when this happened. I used to be a big fan, and he said he was going to go do this stuff, and then all of a sudden he was there. Yes, and, and not cheap seats. He's right where the, the cameras are pointed right at him. He finagled some way, somehow. There's no way he paid for those. No. Yeah. If I was doing it, he'd be calling me the king of Greece or something like that. And <laughs> next thing you know, he's center stage right across. <laughs> I love the wrestling. I'm all that's, I used to watch it religiously. I've maybe fallen off a little, but entertainment wise, it's great. And they're wearing the t shirt for, I think, a, a character called LA Knight or yeah, LA Knights. I'm not sure. I'm not up to speed at all. I mean, I think we've all had phases where we dive in and we enjoy it, and there's certain characters. I've just been out for like two decades. I I've, feel like when The Rock was at his peak oh, was when I was just absolute, about done with it for that no run. No way. He was so good. So. He was awesome. He was the best. 
it doesn't matter. And, uh, you know, the, finally the rock is back. And- I do find it interesting that the, where he went to participate in the wrestling event. Well, so this is Thursday. This is in, in, uh, Calgary. And we thought, well, that's great. Dean got out of his house. How incredible with his son. He's got the fake belt on there with the spinning WWE logo. Like they're having a time and it looks like he probably even had a few smiles there. So we're happy for him. Right. Oh, and then we're thinking, well, you know, gosh, you must be tuckered out. He's going to, he's going to shut her down in the bunker for a couple of weeks. No, look where he was yesterday. This son of a gun in Winnipeg where Monday night Raw is going on. They got the same shirts. There's the belt and the seats look even oh, better. Oh, I was going to say he really stepped it up there. If you look at the, the photo on uh, uh, the right side, retro, what does it say on the seat? VIP. Oh, so he is on the folding chairs by the ring now. That is right in there. What a beauty. And Rhett's got to be having a time. Oh, I think he's very excited. Are you kidding me? Teenage kid going to some of these events? Like, yes. I know some, every, there's father son things. Sometimes it's like, oh, you know, I, I went golfing with my dad in Ireland and we really bonded. Oh, yeah. you know, we he was a big Cubs fan and. We went to a Cubs game at Wrigley, and oh, you know, he's a, he was a Habs fan growing up, and we watched the Canadians. This is your father-son bonding moment right there. L.A. Knight or whatever, dude, with the leather vest and the tanning bed. Uh, they liked them. They got the shirts. And I didn't see last night's show nor Thursday, but the internet loves it. Good stuff. So, I'm glad he's out of the house. Well, and so now that he's out, I did. Can we get him back? No, I, I think he's on tour. <laughs> he's touring? I mean, they loved him. They they cut to him like a thousand times on TV. So here's the upcoming schedule for the WWE. This is where you can find Dean if you need him. Because I told you, he's out of town for a bit, apparently. Uh, look at this. Big event. Uh, Thursday's only a couple days away, given that it's Tuesday today. Smackdown in Toronto. Eh? Uh-huh. So living will hook him up. That's right. Totally. Uh, Scotiabank Arena, that's where the Leafs and the Raptors play. And then if you're already all the way out there, I mean, you may as well just, you know, Super Show in Ottawa on Saturday, Sunday in Laval, Monday, Quebec City, Parlez-vous Francais, Monsieur Laboom. You know, Denny Goche is going to be there. Is he? What about Lombardi? Do you think he's a wrestling guy? not as big. Wasn't Goche's family in the... Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Into the wrestling. I feel like uh, even if I didn't know that, you'd be like, oh, he's a wrestling guy for sure. An old school hip checker. He's got to love WWE. (laughs) And uh, I don't know, you know, where Dean's at financially, but he did send me this screenshot. He, He blotted out the numbers here. So I'm not quite, but it looks like he's teed up for WrestleMania in, uh, I believe it's Philadelphia where the Eagles play. When is this? April. So you, the oh, pre-sales great. this morning. Oh. And uh, those are the platinum seats. Yeah. So wow, 72. <laughs> well, and that's American. So let's just round that up to just 10 grand a piece. And it's, it'll be him and his son there. So yeah. that's uh, a smooth 20 grand Canadian there, right? Hmm. Hey, you gotta, gotta live it up. It's that bonding experience. He doesn't spend money on anything else. There so. you go. Okay. So. WrestleMania it is. And uh, did you see our shirt, the barn burner shirt? It, we made that. it big on Thursday. Man, we're really. Jeez, so- the, this, I feel like this event, like how did we infiltrate this? Who do we have uh, on WWE or CSEC payroll? It's, it's hard in our guys in here. Now, that is, that is actually the winner of our barn burner experience. Uh, he went to dinner with Boom and I and his wife came with a few months ago. One of the biggest beauties of all time. And of course, he's right up on that 
I want to call it like the oh. boards. If it was a hockey rink, it's not the boards. It's like that padded wall. Yeah. And anytime wrestlers were outside the ring, there was a bar burner shirt right there. How about it? I think it's Mark. What a, what an absolute legend. Like how good is that? Oh, good. Stuff. I was pumped to see it. I was surprised to see it too. But mm. wear the wear the shirt. Put good the things gear. will happen. Put the gear. Get the gear. Uh, nationgear.ca if you want to get your barn burner shirt and become as famous as uh you know all the wrestlers and we need to make that. more hats yeah you like the hats this is the hat like you like right on, well that's the thing i can't wear it all the time so i gotta get another one it's the nation the one with uh barn burner yeah we could do some barn burner hats get the wolverine on that on, hey? jack jack get the wolverine on it okay Jesus. That's uh, that's about the meatiest of our sports talk today. Here we go. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Um, well, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> uh, we are going to roll with some more. I need a, the comments here. Come on, guys. Someone's requesting barn burner thong. I feel like that's something nobody wants to see. With no I, barn no. burner banana hammock. No, that's get out of here. No, no. It would no. be a, a if you got it, you would get the only one. Yeah, you, you can go custom make your own, and we don't want to see it. In fact, I don't want to hear about it. And if you're talking about ladies, I don't want you thinking about the show if you're, you know, enjoy yeah. your life. Do you? We don't, we don't, we're not making thongs for you, okay? Uh, I was saying something there. Is there any sports to talk about at all? Well. Krejci retired. Krejci did retire, which we thought was coming. Bergeron's gone too, and I don't know that that doesn't feel like it kind of at least could slide into some flames conversation. We didn't really talk a lot about the flames off air, but one thing you said unprompted was. Doesn't it feel like Lindholm would be a good fit in Boston? They already have a Lindholm. They love Lindholm. That's Hampus the defenseman. Can't have enough. And he's the exact type of player that they would be coveting, given that he does a lot of the same things that Patrice Bergeron does. Now Bergeron, I believe was what, like 37, 38, but Power play, penalty kill, 200-foot center, sulky votes. They're not the same, but when you it's take nice away for Patrice Bergeron, doesn't Elias Lindholm do a lot of the – check a lot of the boxes that Bergeron would it have. He checks a lot of boxes for the Flames as well. So that let's, is let's not forget that part. But Well, and I think the challenging thing is, A, nobody's got cap space. So if you're going to make a deal, what what's coming back? Because I, I, it would be easy to say, oh, just give us a billion first-rounders, but – Boston can't fit his salary dump, yeah. even after Krejci gone, Bergeron gone. So there's challenges financially. What are you taking back money-wise? Do you want that to be a player? Is it a cash dump? A guy like Pavel Zaka would fit the bill financially, but they just signed him. You don't typically trade a guy before he's played a single game on his new contract. Uh, so I don't know that that's a, a great fit. And to be fair, they've traded their first this summer already. I believe that was at the deadline this year for what? Bertuzzi? And it could slide to next year if it's like like top 10 protected or something. Blah, 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 blah. But it's just going to be... Here's the thing. You could tell me that they could make a deal with Boston or other teams. They're all going to be like this. There aren't teams ready to contend that have cap space. No. And so who are you trading Lindholm to then? Because if it's not to a contender, what are they doing? I mean, I guess theoretically he could go anywhere because a team that trades for him is going to want to extend him and build around him. And okay, maybe Columbus, he could play with Johnny, but even like Arizona's running out of cap space. Columbus is running out of cap space. Like even the bad teams are capped out here. It's wild. 
And and you said something along the lines of that Boston's not the deepest. They don't have a first next year, and then they're so they've been in a window to win. Yeah. And so what do you think they do every year at the deadline? They Dumped. trade one of their firsts, yeah. and they add a Rick Nash, and they add a Bertuzzi, and they add Hampus Lindholm, and they go get you know Charlie Coyle. That was a different deal, whatever. But point being is they don't have a flush cupboard of prospects ready to jump into the NHL and be stars. They've they're sort of on the they're like Pittsburgh. They're in that we're winning now. We've traded a lot of our firsts. We don't have a robust cupboards full of prospects. Um, but again, if you try to make a deal for Lindholm anywhere, you're going to run to, into a lot of these similar issues. Maybe a team is rich on prospects. So, so nothing's happening till the trade deadline. Well, I would just say it's very unlikely that something happens this offseason. And I'm, and I'm talking about Hannafin and Lindholm because those are your two biggest chips. I, I think... If I told you that the Flames could use Michael Backlund this year and he would help them have some success this year and they lost him for nothing, is it ideal? No. Would you be okay with it? Probably. I don't know that you can spin that with Lindholm and Hannafin. I think they're too valuable. Like Backlund's what, 35? Yes. If you let a 35-year-old walk, it's not like you've given up multiple firsts and prospects and this huge, you didn't cash in this huge blank check or this pile of coins, whereas... If you do lose Lindholm or Hannafin for nothing, that does feel like poor asset management. And if you're going to say it in your opening press conference, we're going to hold you to it at least yeah. a little. Craig talked about asset management and not walking guys to UFA. So it is a tricky spot coming. And the only thing that makes it even harder is if they're actually in a playoff spot at the deadline. Well, that's the interesting part, right? What? <laughs> because there's a lot of people that will debate on, well, they're still good or they're bad. Yeah. Like, are, are we talking playoffs and, and uh, deep down the middle and able to compete? Or are we talking about a team that can't get it together and, and isn't even going to be in the playoffs? Like, at least by the trade deadline, you'll know. That is true. Uh, we, we At this point. Which makes it worse for Conroy if they yeah, are. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And, and I think it makes it worse for Conroy because to your point, you can build a really strong case for a bounce back. The power play can't be that bad. The goaltending can't be that bad. Those two things alone, you should be better. Yeah. You and should then, be a playoff and team. Third of all, you know, something wasn't right with a group of players and the coach. You changed a coach. Theoretically, the relationship would be better between coach and players. That should have some sort of a game. How big? We don't know. But that's the case for saying they could be good next year. The opposite is look who they've committed to. Uh, watch how Nazem Kadri played against Chicago in what was a must-win oh. game against one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, the the inmates are running the asylum. Uh, oh, it's another first-time head coach, first-time GM. You know, we're in the mid-90s again. I mean, you can sell either of these agendas, and there's there's data to support both of these arguments. But I think what it really illustrates is that I think the book's out on whether this team's good or not. I, I don't I don't know whether I think the book's out is probably the wrong term. I don't know what the if that 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 we're anyone's really sure if they are good or bad i'm not because i could see it going both ways my thing is well i i don't know if they're good or bad but even if they are good i don't want to be part of it yeah and, and kind I, of on that side of things where it's like you're not good enough even if you're good i don't think you're good enough to have a Boston-like decade of solid hockey. You might have one fluky offseason and someone loses a goalie and you, you run a few rounds or whatever, but I'm kind of with you. I would love to see them say, here's our long-term plan. Here's our vision. Here's how where we're going to be in five, six years when a new rink opens or whatever the timeline is on a new rink. Um, but it's clear that they're not going to do that because they never have and because listening to Craig talk and understanding the previous GM's plural marching orders – 
he he's not going to be able to sell everyone for first and say we're going to be you know in the draft lottery for the next three years. And to be fair, as long as you've got Huberto and Kadri and Rasmus Anderson and Jacob Markstrom and a few of these other guys, you're probably not going to be bad enough to really bottom out. And so here you are in this mucky middle, and no one's sure if you're good or not. Well, and the other thing I always think about is 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 ownership. If you get rid of those guys for let's say less than ideal return. And the idea is that that's fine. We've, we've got assets in return we think are valuable, but maybe not as good as what everyone imagined. Mm -hmm. But now we have some cap space. Are you willing to take that cap space to alleviate issues for another team? Mm -hmm. Then, and that is the where you get the first rounder. Or another second. Or, or two you seconds, know what I mean? That, three seconds, that's yeah. where you get the depth of... I look at what uh, the I don't know if ownership will for, do it. No, and I, I think you have to get bad to, and, and I don't think they have any interest in that. No, um, at least, at least you know from what you hear. And again, it's mostly hearsay because Murray Edwards doesn't speak publicly on on this the team that he owns. He never really has. I can't recall him being in front of a microphone talking about the Calgary Flames ever. Even when the first arena deal that fell through was announced, he wasn't even there for a ribbon cutting. And that's his prerogative. You own the team, you do what you want, but. Because he doesn't ever speak publicly about the team, we don't have clarity about what his vision is for the team or what his MO is for the team. So all we can judge them on is by their past action. And their past action is they have no interest in a rebuild unless their hand is forced. Now, maybe this team is bad enough that it forces their hand, but right now it's in that mushy middle. And so on that topic, we're we're in it. We're living in it. We're in the market. Every day people are talking about it. Uh Two years ago, they were supposed to be bad. They won the division. They were, what, second in the West? They were awesome. Yeah. Uh, last year, they were supposed to be good. They were no good. They missed yeah, the playoffs. It's gone back and forth for a few years. And it, it's almost the opposite of expectations where they end up. That lockout-shortened year, everyone thought they'd be good. They end up firing Jeff Ward. Daryl Sutter comes in. They missed the playoffs. They didn't yeah. move Giordano at the deadline for reasons that, for us, were mind-boggling, given they were going to lose him for nothing. In the Still don't understand draft. that one. But it's the last three years – if you were in or out on the flames, you were wrong yeah. because everyone was in on the short seat. Oh, they're going to be good. Wrong. Okay. Well, this year they're bad. We saw it last year in the shortened year. First. Even when Daryl came in, they were 500. Good. Okay. Well, Daryl's here. He won the Jack Adams. They're a good team. Yeah. They've moved some parts in and out, but great depth now. Great depth. You know, your, your goalie was second in the Vesna. You're airtight defensively. All that poof gone. They're bad again. <laughs> so you're over three. If you're, if you're just going with the general vibes around the team. And so sometimes it's better to leave the market and not be so emotionally attached to the team that you cheer for if you live in Calgary and go to the opinions of people that really don't have emotional feelings about teams. Those are called sports books. I was just going to say, so Vegas is the book. Yeah, and not the Vegas Golden Knights, but Vegas, the place where there are casinos and sports books. And, and you know, I guess technically over to England where Betway, our uh, gaming partner, uh, they have odds on a team making the playoffs. They have odds on winning a division, winning the West in the playoffs, winning the Stanley Cup. And so if we want to see what people who aren't invested emotionally feel about the Calgary Flames, let's see what their odds are. So the first one we'll put up, and don't do it yet, Jack, the Calgary Flames to make the playoffs. Are they plus money? Are they favored to get in? Is it close to even money? Are they expected to get in? Are they expected to miss? I feel like if you ask Calgarians, I, I don't know what I would get. I think it would be probably close to even money, but that's not what yeah. the book's at. I would. That's what I was going to say. I would say it's close to even money. Check it out. Now, there's a bit of a there's some juice here because it's you know you're way out in the off season, but uh, minus two hundred to make the playoffs, plus one forty to miss. Like that is 
That surprised me. So if you want to make $100, you got to bet $200 on them making the playoffs. The sports books think the Calgary Flames are very probable to make the playoffs. Like if you want to extrapolate percentages, I mean, you're probably looking at around, you know, 60 to 70% probability of them making it based on that odd. And the miss, it's like, yeah, less than 50-50 that they miss is what that those odds are telling you. Those aren't everything. They'll move and change. Maybe all the Flames uh, supporters on Barnburn are going to go hammer the Betway book today <laughs> and swing that back, <laughs> putting millions of dollars on them missing. But it's an interesting bit of perspective, isn't it? It, it is because they're they don't have emotion and they're not solely focused on this team. So you don't get caught up. They don't get caught up in it and they're realistic about it. Yeah. And I, and I think if you asked anyone in the organization last year, what could have gone wrong that didn't go wrong? They basically were pretty healthy. They lost Rasmus Anderson when he got hit by a freaking van um, for a little bit, but not that long. And generally speaking, they're quite healthy, but everything else did seem to go wrong. The fit wasn't right. It seemed like there was a void of not either having a captain named or having someone that could operate as a There was no leader, a captain or not. For whatever reason, Daryl was overhandling early. There was, I I think it was as bad as Jonathan Huberto could look in the NHL. I think it's Mm. as bad as, you hope so, as bad as Nazem Kadri could look post-All-Star break, where he actually was an All-Star, we forget, and he still scored 24 in this awful year. That's right. Uh, the goaltending couldn't, we couldn't have imagined it being worse than that. Uh, it really, it didn't. was frustrating. Cause I think we almost forget too, because he did turn it around a little bit after Once having his kid. Did. It was like the end of Feb or March. It was the end of Feb. And but he, he strung together some... like five weeks of like Markstrom goaltending. There was almost a goal a game early on. At least. Like, That's soft. That's soft. And what did he finish at? Like 888, 887, 889. It was, that's not everything. And there was certainly too many, Great A's being allowed. Like, oh, the Flames are up 13-1 on the shot clock. Breakaway scores! one nothing <laughs> Islanders. Like, what are you doing, you idiots? Um, so a lot went wrong. Now, here's the division. This is interesting because I think there's a clear... Um, I think the Pacific's better than it was last year. Like, you got the Stanley Cup champs at Vegas there, plus 225. I could see the Oilers just having a revenge tour type regular season. And throttling this division. Yeah. If you want to, you, you only have to bet $100 to make $200 for the Oilers to win this division. I think we hammered that jack early in, uh, early in the summer on one of our uh, bets for the show. Uh, that, uh, that, I, I think those two teams are very good. Now, Vegas missed two years ago and everything went wrong for them that year. But I like Aiden Hill. I think they're great defensively. There's no really key subtractions unless it's uh, superstar Phil Kessel, who we actually have a bit on later. Kings are improved. They had Pierre-Luc Dubois. Uh, they've got Gavrikov under contract. We'll see what their net mining looks like, given that they rode Phoenix Copley last year. Jonathan Quick is out. They moved Cal Peterson out. Seattle was a team that uh, was very good and got no respect, and here they are again. No respect. They could be good. So I think the division looks harder than making the playoffs in a weird it way. It might. It might. That might be the toughest. Po- wow. And the Canucks. They they had a lot go wrong too. Elias Pettersson returned to star form. They didn't get any goaltending from Thatcher Demko. That's going to change. He's too good to have another season like that. I wouldn't be surprised. With, and then Rick Tockett's finally got a full training yeah. camp and all that. And they look better under him. They did look better under Boudreaux as well down the stretch the year prior. So that can be a bit of fool's gold banking on the new coach in the last two months of a meaningless year. But 
Yeah. And, and San Jose and Anaheim are going to be dog shit. <laughs> so, Terrible. San Jose is going to be really bad. And Anaheim's like, you got some young guys, but you got some issues. John Gibson does not want to trade, but please trade me. Please get me the hell out of here. I did not okay. refuse to show up, but please trade get me for the me love of God. out of here. Please. Damn it. I don't want to be here, but it's okay if I stay. I would love to be back. Please trade me. Uh, let's go from the Pacific to winning the West. Now, this is the playoffs. This isn't regular season. Abs bounce back makes a lot of sense to me. They were absolutely destroyed by injuries last year. Oilers makes a lot of sense. They have not gotten to the Stanley Cup final. This winning the West means you're getting there. Uh, they they get ousted by the Cup champs this year. Vegas, why not? Dallas, I like a lot. That's, you know, you got Haskin and Robertson, Hints. Those kids are good. Ottinger, young players everywhere. And and it, you know, it's going to be interesting for Ottinger because I think he let them down in the playoffs a little bit. And you watched him against Calgary the year prior, and you're like, this guy's a mega stud. Somebody offer sheet him, and he did have a good regular season, but it, it wasn't his best postseason. Kings, I, I would you sign up for Kings and Oilers for a third straight year? I yes. would have loved those series. Lots of overtime. Uh, they also had some key injuries that uh, who were they missing most of the postseason i think it was somebody important was it fiala or yeah somebody was hurt i don't know I, i'm blanking on it because i'm going off the top of my head season, but anyway if they want to upset the oilers i'm okay with that and then the, they're the flames now seattle's not uh they're, they're again listed below calgary which is surprising but if you're looking for the west you're telling me they're sixth in the west in odds now i, I think there's a big drop off after those first five and the odds also show that you go from Plus 800 all the way to 1200. But again, the sports books think that the Flames are the sixth most likely team in the West to win the, the entire postseason tournament in the West. And the, okay, which is probably right, right? Like, because they're mean, in the mud. They, yeah, it's, they get in the playoffs. Could they win around? Sure. You always have a chance, but are they really elite? No. no. And you know what? Elite teams can get to the cup final. They just usually get throttled there. We saw it with Florida. We saw it with Montreal in the bubble year. We saw, you know, in 04, you were not an elite team. You had an elite netminder and a hell of a run. And yeah. you guys were just, it was a group of guys pulling the rope the same way. Different but, game even. Yeah. I, 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 it was. It was. Yeah. You had... You need more skill. But you would have been worse than those numbers to win the cup oh, that year. You would have been like that year. 20, yeah. We wouldn't have been on the list. No, you would have been right near the bottom. So that's the West. And then uh, let's look at the, the cup odds, which is, I think they come in at 15. Look who they're below. What's weird is they're ahead of Minnesota to win the West, but they like Minnesota to win the cup more than Calgary. So to your point, they might get there. They got no chance of winning. 33 to one or plus 3,300. The same as the Sabres, Sabres. above the Penguins. Mm -hmm. Seattle again below them. I don't know. Why is everyone sleeping on Seattle? Huh? Interesting. Seattle played good last year. They and did. I, and no I, pressure. Right? I slept on them all year. Yeah. Then, then they beat Colorado round one. Yes. And they did it in, they battled through it and you watched them and it was like, oh, I see why they're good now. Yeah. Wave they didn't have wave. a superstar, but they had three lines Depth. of guys. Yes. And they, I liked the way they played defensively. They didn't need to have elite goaltending, just some goaltending, which they didn't get in year one. Like Grubauer was a guy. He wasn't a star, but he wasn't the worst goalie in the league like he was two years ago. Do any of these teams have a young guy that's going to come up? And The Sabres got a few. Like I look at Dalene Power. But I think they're already – like Powers can – Power can improve this yeah, year. Yeah. He had a good year as a rookie. In this, 
and he gets, he's going to play 25 minutes a night for the next 15 years, and yeah. he's going to be real good. I yeah. think he could improve. Darlene was awesome last year. They do have, but I'm talking about a. There are Noah Hannafin away, guys. I wonder if there's a kid out there that got drafted this year that's going to come in and have. Now, Sillinger did it in Columbus two years ago. And he's and tapered he was, off since. He's really, yes. Yeah. I was going to say he didn't have much of a year last year, but a kid that's going to come in and light it up and give you 20, 25 goals. And you're like, holy, here we go. This guy's a difference maker. I, I, I don't know who that is for the Flames, but. I'm looking at the. Uh... That can really improve your odds. Big time. A guy that you weren't counting like, on. Like if you told me Jacob Pelche and Matthew Coronado would combine for 35, 40 goals, you'd be like, oh, this team's going to be good. Yeah. This team's making the playoffs. Now, Coronado might spend three quarters of the year in the American League or, not, or no NHL games at all. You, you just don't know. You don't know. know. Like, don't know. Uh, it's not about me, but. Played I, one game. Going into Florida's camp in 95, I guarantee you, I wasn't circled to make that team. Right. And I'm not saying that I had 25 goals, blah, blah, blah. There are kids that you might not be thinking about that may come in and you're like, oh, maybe Coronado's going to go into camp. You're going to be like, you can't send him to the Wranglers. Like yeah. he's he's scoring every game. He's making plays. He's involved. Like if you've got that kind of offensive talent that some of these kids nowadays do, yeah, they may step in and you. He's might- what they're missing, and I don't know that he's there yet, <laughs> but he is going to be a goal scoring right shot right winger. And don't forget, they don't have those. They don't just for, traded the only one they had to fully. Don't forget, as hard as it is to play in the NHL, easier to play in the NHL than the A. Especially if you're a skill guy like him. Yeah. He's a finisher. Guys are going to find him with the puck yeah. when he's open. Get to your spot, yeah. finish, we'll get it to you. And the bottom bottom half of this lineup is going to look very different. This is not going to be Trevor Lewis and Milan Lucic playing with them. It's going to be Goodness. a buzzsaw and Walker Dewar. It's going to be a Jacob Pelche. I wouldn't even, I would love to see. Backland Coronado Pelche together, where it's like, hey, like th- it's the Backland effect. He's never going to put up huge numbers, but guys around him always seem to play well. Yeah, he plays such a smart game. Yeah, right. Like it's 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 not as much heavy lifting in your own zone. He 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 gets things moving the right direction on the ice, and he's going to be there with his fifteen to twenty goals, like he is every year, and another thirty five assists, forty assists. Like it's that's that's been a really good spot for young forwards to develop. We saw with Manjapani. Uh, we saw with Kachuk early in his career. Remember, Kachuk didn't get the Gaudreau minutes until basically his last year here. We're like, well, Daryl put him together. Yes. But it was the 3M line. It was Froelich. It was Backlund, Backlund and, Kachuk. and Kachuk. And then Manjapani slid in when Froelich was gone. Like, it's a good spot to come into the NHL if you got Michael Backlund near you. Um, if he's here, I guess. That would be the other <laughs> stipulation there. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And I don't think it would be unreasonable to think that Walker Dewar could have a significant effect on the team more than say Trevor Lewis. Well, you know that Husk is going to use the guys differently, right? Like I, uh, and Craig said it too. I think the coach and the GM are in lockstep on this. Yes. So uh, those guys are going to have more opportunity and they've got energy. Yeah. Let them go. And skill. Yeah. It's going to be a quicker team just from the names we mentioned. If you subtract Lucic, you subtract Lewis. I, I'm sorry, you subtracted to Foley as well, who's had a great season. A great, you're already the tempo is up. Yes, you've lost some Pace scoring of play touch. increased. And and how many times did we watch the, this Flames team against bad teams? It was never against the playoff teams that they disappointed you. It was always against bad teams. Why do they look slow when they're playing yes. these bad teams? Yes, they were. They were. And why didn't you use Jacob Pelche in his NHL debut against Chicago on a sleepy Tuesday in January? You let him rot on the bench for two weeks. Well, that was that you missed an opportunity to inject energy and some pace when you were playing a bottom dweller. And what happened? You lost. I mean, we, there were so many of those last. Yeah, and he used. To, yeah, they were using guys that he had trusted in the past over years yeah. and years, and so it'll be completely different. Yeah. So this team is. Bound for the playoffs and probably third round at least. I would be, uh, where do we have the parade? <laughs> is Olympic Plaza is too small now. Back then it was big. The city's much, much bigger than 89. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe not that far. But I am excited to see some of the new guys. Sharon Govich is one of them too. They also like Connor Zari. I don't know if he's there yet, but I think we'll see more of that AHL-NHL shuttle. Daryl, again, loves trusting his vets that he's got in the same jewelry club with because it's the best club in the world. You're champions. But... Craig said when he was on with Rob in this studio, what, a month ago, Jack? He's like, we very purposely weren't very active in free agency because I think we have lots of players in our system that are good, and I want to see them. And if they, wow. if, if Zeri isn't ready and Walker Dura is a step back and Coronado isn't ready, guess what? The first two weeks of the season, you can snap up a Trevor Lewis-like guy off waivers every day of the week. Well, at least you're going to know. Yeah, at least you're going to know. At least you're and he said the exact same thing about Matthew Phillips, where he's like, look, I love Matthew Phillips. I wanted Matthew Phillips to be here. I understand that Matthew Phillips would want to change the scenery after the way things went. I wish I knew more about what Matthew Phillips looked like as an NHLer. Yes. Because you could have made a more informed decision as the GM. You don't 
Craig is guessing at what Matthew Phillips is. 100%. And he's got a much more educated guess than you and I and anyone watching the show because he's watched a ton in the American League. He knows the player. He's getting scouting reports from everyone in the staff. He's talking to his coaches at the American League level at that point, Mitch Love. He's going to make an educated guess, but it's not like he's got 25 games of NHL action to judge him on. He's got two. <laughs> How many minutes of ice time in the 20. end? 20. Max, like, yeah, like it was a special team contest. What was it, Toronto? I believe doesn't matter. Point being, post, he will like, not, you don't know what he is. You yeah, don't, he's going to find out what he's got. Yeah, yeah, and I'm excited for that, even if this isn't a season that I don't give a shit. If Connor Zary is not quite there, but Connor Zary's not is out there giving it a hundred and yeah, and he's pumped to be in the NHL, mm -hmm. he's going to be as effective. And the other thing I really is, think that they've got some other options as well. Like, if you are like, okay, you know what. Coronado had a great start. It's this midseason doldrums we always see. Remember the Sean Monahan year? Yeah. It's like the rookie year. It's like they just they hit a bit of a wall midseason. The, the grind is bigger than they're ever used to. He's coming from a college schedule. Maybe Coronado needs a couple weeks yeah. in the minors. Bring up Adam Klapka. He's six foot seven. He'll run into guys. He'll scrap. He'll go to the front of the net. You can you can add a big body and have some great difference that can yeah. skate, right? Yeah. Like they kind of took a swing on Zahorna last year and that didn't really pan out. Like Dryden hunts a guy that can play that fourth line scrappy role. He's not huge, but he flies around and hits everything. They've got options to fill out the bottom end of this roster. And one of the things I didn't love about the way Tre Living built rosters, and there's a lot that he's very good at, but I just felt like there was never any jobs open at camp. No. And when you added that with Daryl, Daryl just made his team and a second team for camp. Didn't even there was there wasn't even jobs open. <laughs> and there is, I can tell you, there is nothing worse for a kid going to camp. Yeah, and not feeling like they're you're even part of camp. Okay, here's the rosters. I'm in Group B. Okay, some young guys. What's Group A? Oh, oh, it's the damn team. That's the whole team. <laughs> yeah. How do I break into that? <laughs> so I'm not. Oh. Right. How am I going to take Trevor Lewis's job? What you want to <laughs> hear as a kid is the GM walk in and say, "There's jobs here." There's room. We're going to get younger, and you can earn a spot. If you don't wanna, even say you're going to get younger. There's spots to be earned. Go earn them. Totally. Like, I, guys, I got I got 11 forwards here. There's two jobs open. Who's going to Who's going to run through the wall and get one? Yeah. Let's go. All right. So we did find some flames to talk about. Look at that. See you next week. <laughs> We could repeat this conversation. Yeah, well, that's next Tuesday. I think we'll probably end up doing that. Um, How's the Jays? Jays good? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it sounds like Romano is going to be back today, potentially. They had an off day yesterday. Uh, Jordan Hicks throws 102, but he also walks guys. Mm. And he hasn't. I think there was a thought that when you bring in a guy with Hicks's skill set, oh, he's just going to be the closer when. They're both healthy. Well, I'm not so sure about that anymore. Uh, Romano back to be good. When does Bo Bichette get back? The offense has struggled until it hasn't, which was only one game. But they look like a team that's a top five pitching team in baseball and a bottom 10 hitting team in baseball, which Weird. can work in the playoffs. But Seattle's only, uh, what, a game and a half, two games back? They, they've won, I think, 70% of their last 30 games. They've been on a heater. It's a little spooky. They got Philadelphia. Phyllis in Toronto tonight. So there you go. Kikuchi. That way bets. Kikuchi. We'll talk about him later. Kikuchi tonight. Uh, is Manoa in Buffalo? Yeah, he got option down. 
I'm going to be at the game in Buffalo. And Ryu's been okay, so they don't need six-man rotation. They had 17 games in 17 days, so they went to a six-man. They also just burnt out Gosman, Barrios, Bassett, and Kikuchi rolling a four-man rotation for a month and a half. So those guys are tuckered. Get it a six. Get them a little breather. Now they got some off days. They're back to a five-man rotation. And if Manoa wants to throw strikes and he's looking good for more than one start in a row, bring him back up. Well, I'll be in – I'll Good. Be, you, I'll, you, I'll be at the game. Give him a pep talk, eh? Saturday in Buffalo. What do you can tell Alex? What do you, what do you tell him? The get big some man? tickets. Come get an autograph. I've, I would like you to go see the human. Big, massive beast that he is. Like, um, was in Toronto this summer and had a beer with uh, Ben Wagner, who's good pal yeah. and uh, is the play-by-play guy. And Manoa's a large human. And I think even since that little send down, there's been significant weight loss. Oh, really? He still could play O line in the CFL, <laughs> but I mean, he's not uh, he's not slim. He's slimmer. Well, I, and that helps. Hey, I, I could be slimmer. And we better. all could be slimmer. That's fair. I'm not trying to crack on Alec. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. Uh, what's caught your eye elsewhere? I know uh, the surge sadly fell to the Scarborough Shooting Stars. Stupid name. Uh, they're they're going to come home and have a fan get together. So tip of the, the cap. I was impressed that there was a bunch of kids over at my house on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And they brought up the surge. Really? So and you had other kids 14, you took to a cavalry game. 10 the week to 14 prior. year olds that yeah. were actually talking about the basketball team. So I was like, that's good. That's a good sign for the surge. Yeah. It's they're, uh, they're interested. And but, those kids would have been talking about the CFL too, right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> the loss, they took the loss hard over the weekend and it was Ooh, not close. <laughs> the football. Uh, there's been a, I don't know that you'll go to many leagues and sports that like have a draft that aren't just like soccer where the good teams are always the good teams. Cause you can just pay 16 year olds from Brazil to come over and play for you. I'll bid all the other teams, but like in North American sport, I don't know how many runs there's been like the one the Stamps have had for the last, I don't know, decade and a half, ever since oh, Huff yeah. took over. Like it was pretty much every year, 12 or more wins, every year playoffs. Yeah, you're, All of a sudden, it's like they want a playoff game since pre-pandemic. It's going to be a war for them to get in this year. Um, if they do, it's going to be with a losing record and they have one home win. You used to win eight out of 10 at McMahon and people coming in. That was the toughest place to play. Less than 20,000 on a good weather Friday night two weeks ago. It's, it doesn't help. The the whole, we haven't seen this here. We're not used to this. But the whole, the the Elks being no good hurts the league. The Riders being no good hurts the league. The Stamps being no good hurts the league. Like those are drivers of the CFL. It's true. If the Stamps are having a championship caliber season and the Riders are in contention and Edmonton's competitive, those are big crowds every yeah. week. And when Vancouver and Toronto are competitive, it's not big crowds. No. Um, why cities like Toronto and Vancouver get outdrawn by Regina? It's very CFLE. It is the way the league works. It's not new. It's been happening since about the 2010s. But it is a problem that they can't like you should be happy when your biggest markets are good. Like if you're Gary Bettman and I tell you, hey, the Hawks, Wings, uh, Rangers, Kings, Rangers and Bruins, <laughs> they're all Habs and Leafs are all great this year. Like, oh, oh, oh we're printing money, man. Money. Woo! Those are like your some of your most valuable revenue engine teams. When the Hawks are good, you sell 22,000 seats at big prices. When the Florida Panthers are good, it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go. What does the ticket cost? Do you want to go? It's not the same. 
Oh, that's expensive. It's different know. in the CFL where you're like our smallest market. If they can be good, we're going to have an amazing <laughs> year. That's that's it's only one league in the world like that. It's it's quite wild. CFL. I was happy for uh, the Bagula family. Okay, uh, Jessica, their daughter won the uh, I forget the name. National Bank Open there in Canada. It is. There yeah. it is. And uh, did she beat? Uh, it was a goofy setup. It was, I forget who she beat, but it was nice because the, the girl she beat had just played. Yeah. They, they had, had, a two, had a two-hour break and then had to That's play again. Oh. She's a player. I think she was, what, Final Four in Australia, one of the Grand Slams? She's good. Crazy. And I think uh, the mom, Kim, I think, uh, I believe I'm correct, uh, spoke about her she had a really similar cardiac event to like what DeMar Hamlin had, like her heart yeah, stopped and she should be so reset. So she's back on the men and speaking about that, which is a huge step forward, I guess. She was not heard from for a long time. Yeah. I don't think it was very good. You're talking about Buffalo a lot. Do you, uh, do you know where you're going to be living this year? A lot of travel in my future. When does school start, Rhett? A lot of travel in my future. I mean, I think you're. Two, when does school start? Two weeks and two days. I'm not here. involved in school. I know you're not, but your kids are going to have to be enrolled at a school somewhere. I took them out once. I'll take them out again. You did. <laughs> it's tough to debate that. Jack's new here. Could you explain when you decided that school wasn't for your kids and you just said, bleep it, we're going to go on a world tour during a, a global took, pandemic? It's a couple months, Jack. Once mm. there was a global pandemic going on and people. Didn't want to travel around, and I thought, I don't know I, that people didn't want to travel around. People were told not to travel around. I don't like being told what to do, no, Jack. No, so yeah. we had to do the opposite, and uh, we went on a lovely little trip. Got to see some great places, and I can tell you what: the flights were wonderful. They weren't busy. Uh, the airports, no lines. No lines eh? yeah. Hotel rooms, dirt cheap. Didn't you go to Disney World? Dirt it was empty. Cheap. Oh, it's <laughs> wicked, wicked. It was something unique about that fall where. I would wake up at about uh, much later than normal, maybe like 5, 5.30, wander to the basement in my sweatpants, yeah. uh, get a coffee, turn on the microphone, and uh, Boomer and I would do like a candy bar bracket. You would join us from the Florida Keys where there wasn't a pandemic, or at least people weren't caring about a pandemic, and you would tell us, hey, there's a dolphin jumping over there. It's really hot today. I think I'm going <laughs> to have to go with a tank top. It was wicked. Ah. Shuffler was scared of the sharks. It was good. Jack, you should try it. Take four months and go try. Four months. See, more than two. And the school, I mean, what? Your kids they... weren't left behind? They're still functioning? What did they miss out of? I don't know. I don't know if they can fail now anyway, so it's good. They know a lot more about uh, U.S. geography. Than That's they right. Yeah. They could surf. Found a shark to it. I, sometimes I think you're crazy. Other times I think you're a savant. I, I really, I'm not a savant. I, I'm back and forth between the two. It's just like ping pong. I'm not back a savant. And forth. <laughs> not a savant. Let's uh, let's do the Pinder report, shall we? Yeah, good idea. We do that for Village Honda Pig event coming up at Village Honda. I think we have a graphic for this. Uh, August 26. They have a show and shine going on. So depending what kind of cars you're into, where you are, north or south. Our two car partners. They got events going on same day. It's the third annual Honda and Acura Show and Shine. Uh, check it out. Saturday, August 26, noon till four. Best modified, best in show, best classic car. Ten bucks per entry and free for anyone to come by. Say hi, family friendly. There'll be a petting zoo. One of them bouncy castle things. Love those. Uh, food trucks. And yeah, 
they also have got the Subi Foundation as their benefactor for the charitable cause that they've got there. That's at Village Honda. You can see the new phone number there, and you can find them at 7663 110th Avenue Northwest. That's up in the uh, Northwest Automall there. So you got to you pick your poison on, or make it a doubleheader. Make get it a, car. a double header. Get a car so you can get your kids to school. Drop them off. School's important. It's one takeaway we've had from the show today. Let's get into it. We start with uh, some very serious NHL news. Huge congrats to the Iron Man. There's your fair, there's your Phil Kessel, <laughs> EA Sports, NHL 24. Look at the ripped undergear. That is just vintage Phil Kessel. What a bleeping legend. Doesn't drink water. Lives the life. Doesn't work out. Huge boiler. Stanley Cup champion three times over. God bless him. Hall of Famer? Ooh, I don't, know I don't have his numbers. I, I I would say he's light, but, well, but he's got three rings Iron helps Man a lot. Streak, and the Iron Man. Man. Is Keith Yandel Hall of Fame? No, he doesn't yeah. have the Iron Man streak. Not anymore. <laughs> but if I asked you a year ago, would you, what do you have said? You had the Iron Man streak then. Yeah, but Keith Yandel also doesn't have three Stanley Cups or... No, no, I know. I'm just, yeah, I'm being a dink. Let's uh, let's put Kessel in here and see what he's got. I, I think sort of that, that you need to be... Over a thousand points or five hundred goals, probably better both. And if you have some jewelry, that helps. I think Kessel's going to be light on those. A little short. Four thirteen goals, nine hundred ninety-two points. God, that's oh, close. He's shy. That's close. If he play, if he finds a, has he retired? Where are we at with Phil here? Bring him in. Get like, him his points. He doesn't even need to be here. Just somewhere. Like, where's a place that it just wouldn't matter and it would be funny and just get him a go. Play for league men. Get your thousand points. There's got to be a team out there. Who's got a million bucks for him? I don't want it to be a contender. I want it to be something funnier. Go play on Johnny's off wing. Let's let's go. I don't know. Why can't I think of a team? Buffalo, not the right fit. They're going to try to be good. That's just it. It's a tough. I don't know what he's offering anymore. Like, what did he do for points last year? He won a cup. He won a world U18s in Czech Republic. He has two silvers, Olympics, world championships, U18s. Uh, Stanley Cup winner, 16, 17, 23. A silver medal at the Olympics, as I said. Like, that's, I don't know. I mean, you could build a case. I don't think so, but I think there's a debate. All right. Just off the top of the head. So stop yourself. Yeah. Look at Eric Lindros. I know, but it, when there Eric, are plenty that don't have. Yeah, and Cam Neely's the same. When Cam Neely and Eric Linderos were at their prime, they were unstoppable power forward forces. And they're not the same, but they both did incredible things. Well, they changed the game. Cam came back from, I think it was a knee or leg surgery, because he and Ulf Samson had that thing going on. He scored 50 and 50 coming off injury. He scared me. Neely? Oh. How big is he? Like you're a large human. He's, he's bigger than Lucci. Like they're the yeah, same people. Okay. It just Luch. That's, that's huge. By the way, I went down memory lane. I spoke with uh, some goaltending kids uh, yesterday at Jeff Glass's goalie camp. So we ran through some, here's what to say and what not to say with the media type stuff. Oh, yeah. We ran the uh, Ryan Miller, Milan Lucic incident. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, Were you on the team then? No. Okay. So Lucic comes in, he kind of bobbles the puck on a breakaway, gets too far ahead of him. Miller comes out to play it, just bowls him over. Miller's helmet goes flying. Just He's just limbs spinning, flying everywhere. Post-game, he's still hot. Calls Milan a POS multiple times, and I was like, oh, man. I'd forgotten about that as an That's all-timer. 
they still hate and that him. was young luch and it was like oh on well, buffalo had no one to no i mean i don't know who would there might be five guys in the league at that point yeah eh, more than that but yeah you needed a heavy heavy and milan's playing second line minutes he was unreal Yes, he was. Like, if you only saw the last five years, Malucic, you missed what a dominant force. Yeah, like oh. easy guy to have as a favorite. The yeah. way he played, yeah, crushing guys, fighting guys, top line. It's easy to love a power forward. Yes, it really is. Like, and you think about what Jerome was. That was the next level because he was a power forward with superstar scoring. But Jerome would fight the Hatchers of the world. The uh, Jack that? Attack. Someone's oh, here. Who we got here? What's going on? Snacks. We got snacks. Oh, well, look at this. Oh, look. Our neighbors are dropping off snacks. We love that. I like that. Is there a, Thank you, sir. This is the charcuterie board and uh, place down the block. Thank you, sir. You are welcome. All right. Lo- live show. You never know what's going to happen. I thought we were getting robbed for a second. There. Lights <laughs> point. I mean, is that a gun in his hand? Oh, no. That's uh, that's delicious cured meats yes. and cheese. Prosciutto and some salami. <laughs> Let's uh, move on in the Pinder Report. That was very heavy. Let's get to some lighter news. Now, it's NFL preseason. I've been doing some fantasy homework. Uh, we're going to have our fantasy league, the Radio Hacks League. Maybe we'll call it the Digital Media Hacks League. Uh, that's going to get fired up again. I've got another league that I'm in. It is that season. Jack, you're a big NFL guy. You, you're a fantasy football guy. You're doing some research. Oh, right yeah. Away. I'm locked in. Are you, are you like, who, if you're picking 1-1, one, one, where are you going? There's a lot of like Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, yeah. You know, Bijan Robinson's going to get some love. Rookie running back in Atlanta. If you're a superstar run, running back, get him when it's early. Austin Eckler's up there. There's, uh, yeah, there's, I love it. We're back. And so in the preseason, you got to be like eagle eye focused on these kids coming up, who's getting, what's happening with the snaps here. So let's go live to Detroit where this guy's obviously got something for his fantasy league. He wants to know exactly what's going on with uh, the Lions. I think they got an interesting new running back there. Uh, Let's look. (laughs) That's the cheerleader. (laughs) Like full zoom in. All I see is blonde hair and booty shorts. Jesus, Grandpa. Settle down. Oh. I mean, we're we're all scouting, I guess, just for different things. Yeah. Sometimes you're scouting for a good sandwich. Bloody preseason. I'm scouting for fantasy picks. And he's scouting on Lions cheerleaders' skirts. Jeez. That's the perfect freeze frame. Goodness. Uh, And preseason for fans, too. Right. So in Buffalo, oh, what does get, that mean? Yeah. If you're in Buffalo, what are you doing to get ready? Like, because what, what does the regular season look like? It's hard. What do regular you have to season, do? The difference now, though, is it's hot in Buffalo. So yeah. You're sweating instead of bundled up in your right. parka. And so if you're part of Bill's Mafia, it's warmer, maybe your poolside, but you still, you got to be getting ready for the regular season. Let's go to Buffalo. And I don't know if this is one of your buddies, if this is family or not. You'll see when the video comes here. Oh. Uh, practicing the table um, didn't break. Oh, oh! Do you have to pre-break the tables? How do you do? It? Or is this guy just not heavy enough? This, the, I think the the breaking is an important part of the process, isn't it? Kind of. Oh, and bang! Why oh. are you belly flopping? I thought it it's was preseason, kinda... right? You got to get these kinks out before week one. <sighs> and uh, I believe week one, it is Bills Jets. James Cook, Dalvin Cook, head-to-head. 
No, it's James Dalvin Cook against Dalvin James Cook. Brothers, name swaps, <laughs> mind blown. Saw that yesterday on the internet. I did not know you were going to say Rogers versus no, Josh no, no, no. Allen. It's, it's, it's Dalvin James Cook against James Dalvin Cook. All the right. brothers. Can't wait. Jets are going to be That's an easy year. one to screw up on your draft board. Yeah, draft. I think uh, that that's a fair point. Dalvin is going to back up Brees Hall uh, for the Jets. And James as sort of one of those guys that has some explosive potential in Buffalo. We got a lot of the ball the last third of the season. Singletary's not there anymore. They did bring in a couple other guys. We'll see what happens in that Buffalo back. But they're not really built to run, but he's a good pass catcher too. They haven't been happy with dropping the ball. Oh, don't drop the ball. Put the ball on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, put the ball on the ground. Uh, That's the NFL story. Heavy hitting stuff in the preseason there. Let's go to uh, basketball. Now, sometimes people will will judge a book by its cover, and sometimes people will tell you what you can't do. Mm -hmm. I want you to watch this basketball game here because I think at first glance, you're not going to think you know who the best basketball player on the court is. Let's have a watch here. Short fellow that uh, is crossing over teenagers and just dropping bombs. Three pointers all day. Has to throw it overhand. Are you getting dusted for this music, by the way, Jack? This gets taken down for some. That's probably not that. All right, so. That's our basketball update there. This has been your NBA update. Look at this. Wow. That AI. That might be AI. That is something that we has ruined everything now. Something came, I watched something the other day on it. It's like, oof, this is Oh yeah. Yeah. We just gave the keys to robots. Yeah. So, yeah. They what I don't want is AI to get their hands Why on that do we Boston robot up thing? any more than the people in charge now. That's a fair point too. Maybe they'll be uh, smarter and better intentioned than the people running the world now. That's, that's, we could always have hope on that. Uh, always good to get uh, involved with your kids, take them to the playground, get Absolutely. them on swings. It's important. But pay attention, okay? Because here's what happened. Now, is this your brother? Is this Trev? He doesn't have young kids. This isn't no. him. It's somebody else. Let's see. Body told me the world is yeah, that's true. Let's just gas through the sound on this. So we'll, we'll watch this again in full speed. Oh, just an uppercut oh. from the kid on the swing. And look at the face. He is. Again, is that real? Is this AI? Is this acting? I don't know. If that's real, you are some kind of idiot. Next, um, I think we're over in Eastern Europe here. Someone's very, very proud. This is, you've seen those um, scooters that people ride around. Oh, yeah. But I love them. one wheeled ones that you stand on and then you just lean. It's kind of. Yeah, uh, I was good at that. Where is a two wheel on uh, huh. the ribbage? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's. Yeah, those uh, are the hoverboards, but yeah. this is just like one wheel. Yes, the uni. It's like a, a powered unicycle, electric unicycle. Uh, so we'll take a peek at that. I don't know I where this is. Diferente. Vamos lá? It's going to be some road Looks like a nice day there. He's delivering a package. Got ahead of himself. Ouch. That does not look good. Oh. oh so he's going to have, yeah, there's definitely some we scar have, tissue. We have some worse wipeouts, believe it or not. I don't know where this is. I'm going to guess Brazil on a rainy day. I, it could be anywhere. It's a steep hill. 
Um, it's it's very wet, and I guess if you want to slide the streets, you can slide the streets, which looks really fun. Uh, oh, 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 oh. jeez, oh, that's how you do it. See right there, you gotta you gotta avoid the cars, not um, headbutt the. Oh dear, that's that's for sure. I think he You're maybe hit his head on the back. Both meant that. Bonk bonk. Oh my. There's no way you're not concussed there, Rhett. That's yeah. you're on the shelf with that. Take a day off. Ooh. He could be. That's what the Pender report has apparently become too. It's just people doing stupid things and getting hurt. I love it. Okay. Well, with that in mind, we go to our final Pinder Report item. This is Trev, your brother, and he's really excited to show off his uh his banana hammock. This is your doc, That's I believe. Yeah. And he loves uh, a confident. scene. He confident. sees the camera on. He says, watch this, boys. I'm coming on the dock. Oh. Now, when did you put those steps in? Because I don't remember those. And I don't think Trev remembered them. Or are they new? He'd know better than that. Oh. He just, he misjudged it. It's like the triple jump. He, so just... he knows they're there. He just, it looks like he slips on that last step. You're right. If he hits it the way he wants. Oh, see, he slips. That right foot is flying. Oh. Not the best. People doing stupid things. That's the pin reports. For Village Honda, we'll remind you again. We'll, we'll flash the graphic for you. They've got a show and shine going on their third annual on the 26th of August up in the Northwest Auto Mall. Prizes, food trucks, bounce castles. You can enter your ride as well. Head to their website for more villagehonda.com. Uh, yeah, Northwest Auto Mall. Have some fun. There we go. Pin report. Pin report. Okay, good. Boy, that feels like a show, doesn't it? Yep. I did, for a uh, August something or other day. Boy, a lot of sports. Sorry about that, folks. It was heavy. Yeah, was real heavy. heavy. Uh, got some Betway to get to. We talked about the Blue Jays coming off an off day. Looks like they could have Romano. Uh, what's the word? Activated tonight. Get their closer back. Uh, they need a Bobachette in a big way right now, uh, but they do have Yusei Kikuchi on the mound, which a year ago would be something you would be cringing over. He's been sensational, in the, especially the second half of the season. Uh, Betway bets. Let's go to that. I've got Kikuchi over eight or more strikeouts. He's done it twice in his last four games. And look, it's it's not it's less than 50-50 chance, but look at my odds. I'm plus 175. I'm going to take that risk. I love uh, what he's looked like the last month or so. He has quietly become uh, a very steady piece and not one that gets rocked out of games early necessarily like he was last year. He gave him seven innings last time out, I believe. And now that I've said that, he's going to suck tonight. Oh, but uh, sure. there you are. Plus 175 for eight or more strikeouts against the Phillies tonight in Toronto. I'm also all over George Springer. I think last we spoke, he was in a trough, like couldn't hit. So that's a bad. He had the longest hitless at bat streak in Blue Jays history. I think it was 29 at bats in a row without a hit, something gross like that. He then followed that up by he's hitting 400 since oh, then. Oh, good. So that's better. I'm going to go over a base and a half total bases. Walks don't count. So a single double would be an over, or you'd have two singles. That would hit the over as well, plus 140 for over one and a half total bases. And if he wants to hit a home run, that'd be four bases. Done. You see what we're doing there. Yes. Yeah. So Springer Dinger would get her done. And uh, Kikuchi. To fan eight or more Phillies are Betway bets of the day. Get the app. Check out their feed on the app as well. We're recording some bets in there, some things to look at, including lots of NHL 
and NFL futures bets, which are a ton of fun. 90 plus Ontario only. Uh, bet the responsible way. Bet way. What do you got uh, coming up here? You out of town? You in town? What's that? Are you in town or out of town? What out of town for a few more days. Friday, I'm buggering off. Do you want to tell us where or no? Oh, I'm going to Buffalo. I, I said I'm going to be at the Bisons game. On, oh, that's right. Yeah, you got to talk to Alec Saturday. Manoa. Yeah, yeah. I got to get him straightened out. Did you see the David Schneider guy? The No. Okay, no. They'll, they'll be talking about him in Buffalo. Don't know who he is. Yeah, we'll find out when you get there. That's all right. Uh, thanks for tuning in today. Big shout-outs uh, to all of our partners and sponsors. Here's how this thing works. They're partners of ours. We get to do this for a living if it works for them. A lot of them have heard from you guys, our guys, our buddies. Uh, make sure if you've got a chance to support one of our fine sponsors, you do so. Uh, they've been great to us, and uh, they're we'll take care of as you as well. Yeah, and wear the gear. Might get on t national TV in North America. Who knows? <laughs> Ton of fun. Have a great day. We'll, we'll. Here's what's coming up. By the way, next two days. This is important. Uh, how do you like a Hall of Fame Stanley Cup winner going out on top? Five hundred goal, Lanny McDonald. Oh, he's not bad. Yeah, Lanny's a great chat. Lanny, we recorded, I want to say two or three months ago. He had like literally an hour. We maxed it out. We could have gone eight hours with Lanny. What the hell's wrong with him? It was fantastic. He was busy. He was flying here, going there, grandkids here, cabin there, business here, brewery there. He is a renaissance man. He has got he's such an amazing, inspirational dude. Positivity abound and all kinds of great stories from that 89 Stanley Cup championship win for him, which is how you go out. You go out on top like that. Uh, that's the way to do it. And then uh, Thursday, how about this? Boom, boom. Before he went on his WWE tour, sat down, did a little chit-chat with Peter Labardius. Lubo. Lubo. The man that doesn't forget anything. He, he does not. It is the greatest steel trap of a memory I've ever ever seen for sports highest regards for lubo lubo was around in saskatoon when i was there Lou announced that he's not going to be doing color on the flames broadcasts on the radio broadcast this year in calgary so i'm sure dean will be going down memory lane with him and tackling what's next for lou what does lou think <laughs> we'll uh figure that out on thursday thanks for watching have fun we'll uh, have some pre-recorded content lanny and lubo this week we're back next week on tuesday